headphones because a friend a friend of ours a studio guy friend of ours was like uh kind of in a rough spot and he was selling them but they're like really really expensive <laughs> they're like six or seven hundred dollars but they sound insane they literally sound insane but he but he got them for like half price basically nice it's cool that's pretty cool man that's right dude it's cool to have nice stuff man and i got my expensive mic out so i'm just like full expensive cool guy you know yeah it look, it, these. i actually see your you've got like a it looks like a ribbon mic is that what that is there no it's and, a it's a condenser mic oh okay it looks really handsome. made in Russia, handmade in Russia. Yeah, dude. There, that was uh, remember when I did. Uh, are we recording, by the way? Yeah, I'm are recording. Oh, um, when I recorded uh, the one with Jeffrey James, uh, Ragamuffin or whatever the fuck, I don't know what we called it, but mm. uh, when I re- first recorded that, it was at that exact same mic, and I, he, that was the one thing that I took from it. He was like, "Yeah, it was made in Russia. It's like this crazy ribbon mic or whatever." Hmm. It wasn't this exact same mic because it's not this. Probably mic wasn't. Has, this mic has not like, been that old. It's not that old. It's it like, looked like that though, like with the yeah. weird Sputnik looking fucking like long mm-hmm. neck and the like little puck of a of a. Yeah, that's the capsule. Yeah, the capsule. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. Yep. You you would right. know. I you do know. know. I do not. I do know. Yeah, that's correct. You need to help so, me find uh, like a real like. I'm fancy podcasty mike how much I, money you want to spend well i mean you know uh i don't care you know what i mean like <laughs> i do care but it, it we'll, we'll we'll talk about it later off Dude, air but you, you should just buy an sm7b yeah okay you'll use it all the time to record your vocals and you'll use it to do the podcast and everything perfect yeah no i just need it's a- not cheap but it's no, well, that's what buy. that's what I'm saying. It's like I, I do care, but I'm also like, you know, I'm at, I'm at that point in my life where it's like I'm willing to pay for stuff that I'm going to use. It's not a $1000. It's like no. like you could get a used one for I don't know what, but I mean they're like 400 bucks brand new, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like yeah. I'm not I have no problem overspending if it's something that I'm going to use a lot. You know what I mean? Like so mm-hmm. uh, You'll use it on everything. Yeah, exactly. It's like a quintessential microphone. It's probably the the number one most important mic for like someone who sings or does podcasts or whatever. Perfect. Yeah. No. Um, because all I have is this, I have the SM 58 and then I have the MXL. So yeah, which I gave you. Yeah, you did. It's awesome. (laughs) A gift from me. (laughs) A gift. (laughs) He has a microphone. I never paid you for that. No, I didn't ask for anything. Well, I, I probably should have, but I didn't. Thank you. I didn't ask for anything. It was truly a gift. A gift from me to you. Yeah, man. Yeah, I hope. I mean, you've you've hopefully enjoyed it. And oh, dude, it's been great. I here's 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 the reason why I don't want anything for it and why it's totally a, a realistic gift. I'm never going to use it ever again. There you it go. It doesn't serve a purpose to me. There you go. So there you have it. Yeah. No, it works fine for me, but mm-hmm. I probably should upgrade my gear. Honestly, I'm getting to a point where it's like maybe I should. You know what I mean? Like, um, especially especially if I get like my own space. Um, like mm-hmm. I've been I've been really toying with the idea of like getting my own. Uh, 
practice space and or podcast space something to where like i can just go to another building and i'm not gonna have to worry about sound you know what i mean or anything i can just let it rip if i want to go someplace and play really loud guitar at like 2 a.m and nobody's gonna give me shit mm. i would like that space you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like that would be really nice you know what i mean like um and and not not because I'm some fucking you know I'm no Jimi Hendrix or anything Mr. like that, Mc, but Mr. McCoolman. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a Mr. McCoolman, but uh, no, it'd just be really nice to have a a spot where you know I can be like, hey, it's like two in the morning, I can't sleep, I'd like to go like you know just play really loud guitar for a little bit, you know. I'd like to I'd like to go to my practice space. Pull up my French horn and literally, uh, you know, French just really, <laughs> just really let it, uh, let it wail. I really you know have to grab my oboe and like really fucking like let it squonk. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to go out there. I'm trying to grab my flugelhorn. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to play some licks, you know, but dude, there's something about it, you know, like you, you would know because you, you work at a studio. It's not like I'm trying to, make something you know as epic as is a studio i just i just kind of want a space where you know i can i can do that stuff and and the the beauty of living in a tiny town is that like there's a lot of space and there's a lot of places you can go and do that and not uh get you know complaints from the neighbors so Mm. or your girlfriend that barely sleeps because she can hear everything <laughs> you know yeah. it would be really nice it would be really nice to have a space where i can just like go let it rip mm. or talk really loud on the podcast and not worry about mm. waking her up you know yeah so that's it you know it's not it's not like me being like big plans here 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 we go you know this guy's got schemes yeah scheming He's scheming. I look at a man, and this man is filled to the brim with schemes. With with schemes. (laughs) He is chock full of schemes. My man. Yes. Is you scheming? (laughs) Is you filled filled with with schemes? schemes? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What about you, That's, man? Like, how's the how's the house coming? How are things? What's going on? You know what? They're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. A. Uh, the, yeah, let me tell you something. That's kind of a drag. Lay it okay. On. You got gripes. Gripe corner. Here no. We go. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna be a little bit of a gripist here. You gripe. know what I'm saying? A serial gripist. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's going. Go ahead. Here's the thing. And this is like, uh, I brought. I bring this on myself, right? Okay. You know, I I gotta go. I booked some stuff. I gotta go up to Louisville, and then I gotta go to Tennessee, and, and so I'm gonna be gone like at least at least two or three weeks in July. Mm. All I wanna do mm. is be at my house <laughs> and putts. Okay. The dude, <laughs> the dude wants a leveler and a drill. <laughs> and okay, he wants got. To- I have two drills now. My dude, electric? <laughs> yeah, I mean not a hand, not not hand crank drills. My man has got some drills 
Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. I spent like kind of a lot of money on tools in the last couple Fuck weeks. Fuck yeah, dude! Dude, we like just got my lot. dad a new drill, and he's so stoked. He goes, "Honey, I don't need." Uh, he's talking to my mom because my mom and my my sister and Jerry and I we throw in, and uh, mm-hmm. my mom just gets some of these badass power tools, and he's like, "I don't need it. I don't need it. I'm, what do what, what do I need it for?" It's like it doesn't matter, Dad. Like you're so old, like. <laughs> I just want you to have this so you don't fucking yeah. croak from doing mm-hmm. all this ghetto shit that you've been doing yeah. your whole life, you know? Let's get him a drill. Get the goddamn man yeah. a drill. You know what I mean? Dude, like, well, okay. Here's the thing. What What is he doing? What is he is he drilling that's like the thing. holes like, well, or is he driving the- screws? Yeah, yeah. So, so literally like we um, in the next like, okay, so we... I don't know if if you guys have been listening, but we basically bought the land for our deer camp. So we already had, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it was already ours to begin with for like years and years and years, but it was paid for by our family member, but our family member actually put it in my dad and I's name. So we now have the deer camp. The it's only like two acres. It's nothing. It's bullshit in the middle of the woods, middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. UP. They just built like this big old, uh, shed instead of making a camp, which I'm still kind of like, motherfucker, just build a new fucking camp because it's so small. Um, they built this like decent sized shed, and he needs a drill for it. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 in his higher. Here, I mean, you're gonna need in his sixties. So some like, kind of you're gonna need some kind of you. I mean, honestly, here's what I'd say. Get yourself, a, get yourself a good grinder, yeah, yeah. which you can put, you know, you can put all kinds of attachments on there. Get mm-hmm. yourself a grinder. Cause right now I got a grinder. I got a multi-tool. I got a jigsaw. Well, it right? doesn't, it, that's awesome by the way. That, well, that, and then I got, I've got an impact driver. I've mm. got two drills mm. and dude, I Nate, think, I'm proud of you, man. That's and sick, I've got dude, you're, a, you're, hand, a palm sander and an orbital sander. Dude, you're crushing it. You're crushing it in the old man. Your game. man's been going to Home Depot dude, and buying dude, tools. Dude, my guy is depoted, man. <laughs> That's I've awesome. been I've been dropping a dime on some tools. I'm so fucking proud of you. That's sick. Um, no, man. Like dad, dad has been like so. My, my dad is like one of those dudes that like he just won't stop being a youper and what mm. a youper is basically it's it's a redneck but it's the northern type and uh and he's just one of those dudes where it's like if he can like find the cheapest way to do it he'll do it that way you know what i mean like it won't mm. be if, if it even if it'll like save his like quality of life type of thing you know what i mean he doesn't give a shit he just wants to like throw duct tape on it or some shit and mm-hmm. and and uh and i and, and he came home uh he just put up the shed we have the like main walls and now and the roof and now we're just like trying to like kind of like it together you know what i mean like just put it all together but he has the the basic structure of this new shed and he came home dude and he was so fucking worn out and i was just like dad we just need to get you this like new drill and these new t- power tools and you'll be set and he won't be that, you know, you won't be hurting. You know what I mean? And he's like, Oh, I don't need it. And it's like, well, it doesn't fucking matter, dude. Cause we already bought it. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, whatever, man, my mom and I both, both of us agreed. Like we just need to make his life easier. Cause he's not going to, he's not going to do it for himself. I mean, 
Dude, know? I'm going to be honest with you. A drill, a good drill is like $100. Yeah, it's not much. That's, that's what it. That's what I'm saying, dude. But, like, here's the deal, bro. That, like, old school conservative way, man, they just do not want to spend money on shit. And it's just, like, it's, it's ludicrous. If you told point. me today, hey, man, you could spend $5,000 and your life would be way better, I'd be like done yeah you know exactly that's what i'm saying it's it saves you on quality of life stuff you know what i mean like you don't you don't need to be like like putzing around with with bullshit tools if you if if you have the means why not you know we just sold my grandpa's house and it's and you know we're we're not doing bad so it's just like hey why don't 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 we like throw that to the deer camp i had the same dude i had the same conversation with with jesse who plays drums for my epic fig has entered and oh yeah she's in here (laughs) isn't she coming in Fig has entered the building and and, for our um, listeners that's nate's cat yeah she comes waltzing in you know what i'm saying here i am (laughs) yeah and and jesse was telling me we were talking about lawnmowers this mm. is dude i'm like instantly i buy a house i'm instantly an old okay, man okay is this jesse uh jesse jesse stone okay okay oh, yeah, yeah we're talking about lawnmowers mm. and he's looking at my lawnmower which we just have Shit. no it's nothing you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and he's like oh yeah that's yeah he's like mine's kind of like that but like not not as nice and i was like what <laughs> i was like just buy a nicer lawnmower this cost you 200 bucks and yeah. he's like oh no 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 and then he was talking about how his lawnmower, his like ripcord thing broke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And like, and like, he refuses to replace. It's like fifty dollars to replace the like. <laughs> Dude. Dude. So, if I have a big yard like your yard, I'm buying a zero turn, dude. I'm having its own garage, its own shed garage. Been, I I'm I was a looking zero turn. I was looking. <laughs> I was looking at the zero turn. There are a lot, but, but yeah. But I was also just looking at the 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 lowest rung of the John Deere, and I was like, I could ride a John Deere. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you right now, you don't need a deer for sure, for sure, because I did long work, and I can tell you right now, you want a zero turn. I know they're expensive, but they will make your life so much easier. So much easier, especially if you have like a big lawn. What did I just say? A big, big yard. Larm. A big larm. A big yard. If you have a big yard, you need a zero turn. It's it's expensive. I mean, but, but we're talking about so a lot more money it. than I want to spend, though. I feel you. I feel you. I feel. We're you. talking about like way over double what I. But I can spend. show you like how to how to like edge it, how to like get you know. It's not. It's yard, not the how. Is, it's yeah, the yeah. money. I, I get it. I get it. Because we're not talking. About, okay, for the record, we're not talking about instant. We're we're talking about like, like well over fifteen hundred dollars more than what I want to spend. That's that's fair. The problem you know with I mean? the problem with the John Deere like riders is is I don't think a lot of them have like a a way to like raise and lower the blades. You know, at certain times with your foot. If you can do that, it's like it's very easy to like figure out how to how to do it. The beauty of the zero turn is like you can raise the blades as you're going over these like knolls because like most yards are very like you know they're not very even. So you get if if you have a zero turn, you can kind of like with well, your foot determine the where thing. the blades are going. You you can come next time you come. You can give me your professional 
that's opinion. fair that's fair you don't you don't really have to take my opinion but i, I did do <laughs> yard work for a long time i know i know Minnesota. you did i know you did so uh i know my shit but but also like you know i get that like you might not have it but your Here's yard thing, is big, your yard is big enough to where like having a push mower is just not efficient you know no it's it's not but let me okay let me say this Mm-hmm. This is here's the this problem. Is serious dad. This talk is right this now. is good podcast material. <laughs> terrible, but go ahead. This is okay, and you should correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. But a zero tone, a zero turn mower essentially mows the lawn. That's what it does, right? It, it doesn't have like lawn. it doesn't have a bunch of other functions, right? Well, you could you could use it as a, a for in the fall for for leaves too for mulching. Yeah, you can sure. mulch the leaves. Yeah. But here's the thing: if I get a riding tractor, there are other things I could do with it. Sure, but I mean, what what would you use the your riding tractor for? Well, it could be used to like like uh, plow like garden bed area or whatever. Like it's you just a more you wouldn't use it for that. That's like you don't e- think no, here's the thing. No. You don't think you don't think Wags wants to make a garden in our yard? I absolutely do and I am so that's so badass, but you can also <laughs> hand do that way more efficiently than like you're not gonna need a tractor for your size of yard. Like if you had if you had a yard like out here in the where where I'm at, where the middle Midwest, where you have like all this open land, then yes, you'd need a tractor. You know, for your yard, I would say, as far as gardening goes, it, if you want to grow like you know vegetables and all that stuff, you can do all that shit in your yard, hand handmade. As far as mowing goes, a zero turn would be mm, that'd be good. Either a zero turn or a walk behind, like a big walk behind would be really nice too. And you can this get walk behinds where you can literally, no joke, dude, like you're laughing at me, but no joke. Like you can, you can clip on these like little, um, it's murder on your like grip for your hands. You know what I mean? Like it's really harsh on your grip, but if you get that, you can get these little clips that like get these little plates with wheels that you can stand on and it'll, it's kind of it, like carries you. It actually works really. Well. I know 100. I'm not going to get one of those. <laughs> exactly. Like they're such a pain in the ass. But yeah, man, zero turns are dope. I don't know. It's just, dude. It's a lot of money to buy one. I'm, I, I, I'm very, very much aware. Yeah. It's, I'm, it's, I'm. It's almost I'm like thinking, a car. You're like paying for another car. Well, you know? yeah. Well, it'd probably be more than the car that I have now. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Well, so anyway, it, it, we need to, we need to stop talking about lawnmowers. <laughs> Hold on. Cripes. Oh, Jesus crumps. <laughs> dude, we're Listen, talking, we're talking about lawnmowers. Mm. I mean, yeah. Hey you guys. Welcome to Lawnmower Talk. We're talking about mowers. Um <laughs> Welcome to the world's most boring podcast. Dude, it's dead talk. Dead talk. We're talking about drills, impact and drivers. Both of us aren't fathers. <laughs> That's true. And uh-huh. honestly, most days, extremely thankful. Yeah, me too. Oof, ta. Me too. But I know, you know. It, that's only going to last me for a little bit. And then I'm, I'm, ne- you know, I'm in a never say never type category. I'm like, yeah, someday. But but you, are you and Wade kind of like? Mm. Um, I think I, we both 
think in our minds that we will eventually feel like we want to have kids, but right now we're both just like, whew, we're so glad we don't have kids. Dude, that's kind of how I feel. I, I don't know if that's how Jerry feels, though. But it, mm. I, I'm very much in a thing where it's like, look at where the world's at. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't really hey, know. Hey, man, you just never know. Like, everything changes kind of like... Absolutely. Overnight, like, you know. Absolutely. And if we can, we can get these... Uh, the politics out of the banks then maybe i'll be comfortable to have a kid but right now i'm like mm, i don't want my kid paying these fuckers dick gambling debts you know what i mean mm. so anyway um i got a good tune i think nah no what is it uh i'm gonna try it this time <laughs> i'm gonna try it out this time because last time i didn't get the game we were playing can we go uh, oh. Ben Howard, Small Things? Yeah. 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 It's a good tune. Let me know when you're ready. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Count it down. Three, two, one, play. I can't see my love. I could recommend this entire album, honestly. It's so good. Dude, I think that's like one awesome. of my favorite opening tracks to any record ever. Honestly. It's real nice. Dude, it's it's insane. That's the first song in the record. And what got me into it, I think you sent me uh, Time is Dancing. And then I was like hooked, you know. It was around the same time that you showed me The War on Drugs. And I was like, yeah, this is my shit. Um, but I think this this entire record, I could say, is probably probably a perfect record, honestly. There's not really a weak song on this record that I'm thinking. I'm looking at it. and There's know. some songs I like better than the others, but... It's sure. all worth. I think from front to back, it's worth listening to. Yeah. Well, I think that it's it's one of he's one of those artists where it's like you can listen to it front to finish and you'll you'll be pretty satisfied. Am I wrong? You know, I think it's great. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think-, I think this is a unique perspective mm-hmm. on like sort of the folky singer songwriter thing. Very different than what you would imagine. And I think that's so- why you sent it to me. Because you were like, you need to listen to this guy. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was, was like, obsessed with this record. I listened to it over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And I and I honestly think that, like, You Showed Me Time is Dancing, and I immediately was like, hell yeah. But then I listened mm-hmm. to the record, and I was like, this or uh, Conrad or uh, um, what was that one, that Buildy song where it's like, there's not really a lot of singing. It's, it's like, uh, it's more of a jam. Um, and end of the affair yes end of the affair. yeah that's <laughs> that's like one that i'm maybe not that crazy about i don't know i think it's great um but but i got really into him and then um this dude i have a ton of crazy stories for it but so you you tell me like what do you think but uh yeah man i think i think uh i think that's one of my favorite like opening tracks to a record ever you know what i mean like First track, it's track one on on a, on. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot. I forget where we were, and uh, it's so good. Yeah, album artwork is great. Um, just him, you know, and this weird black and white silhouette thing. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's like a a brilliant opening track. You know, yeah. brilliant opening track. Super super uh, like forward thinking guy as far as like what he's trying to do with how he writes his songs i think so yeah worth listening to check it out yeah um or or die dude i have weird i have a couple weird things for it but um basically you showed me this when i first moved to la i think is when you showed me this you showed me this before war on drugs but this was one of those dudes where you were like dude you need to listen to this guy because i think you'd really dig it Mm-hmm. I started, I, I listened, I, the first thing you sent me was Time is Dancing, which is a great song. It's on this record. Time is Dancing. Check it out. Um, mm-hmm. I listened to it, loved it, ended up like listening to his album almost like every morning for, for like three months. I would just listen to it every morning, listen, drink coffee and tr- write Hartwick stuff. And, uh, and then years later, still a big Ben Howard fan. And, uh, but I went to do my record ended up meeting a girl in Atlanta, (laughs) which was a huge mistake, but it happened, um, during my record, which was super stupid. And, uh, but she ended up knowing Ben Howard. Like she knows him personally. And, uh, I was like, no shit. Like, like this dude's like a huge influence on me. And, that whole bullshit didn't work out, but like the entire time it like, it kind of like helped me in a way write my record. You know what I mean? Like, or, or at least like figure out like some things about my record. So it's really wild. But I, I, I think, um, this dude's like extremely under appreciated. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I think, I think he's really good at what he does and, um that was my it honestly that opening track is like probably my favorite song on that record you know Mm. no joke cool like i think it's really rad so that's my tune that's i mean such a good song i that there was truly probably like a year where i was just listening to that record it was in rotation with that record and uh the soil and the sun's meridian i was Mm -hmm. listening to that record a ton too 
Um, couple other things too, but Semiaza on that song is sick, dude. <laughs> Semiaza on the Maroon yeah. record. What What's dope. cool about that time? Uh, I I love and and I feel this way about the Ben Howard record, but I love music that attaches to your memories, and and I love music especially when it attaches to a specific memory. I think yeah. it's really powerful. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I mean, do you have a good example like of that ever happening where you're just like, I, I hear so this song. so many examples. Yeah, but, give me but, a good one. Well, do, what kind of memory do you want? <laughs> you well, know what I mean? Like, what I'm saying is like, you heard, you know, maybe like the first time you heard a song, you were in a specific place. And now anytime you hear that song, you're like transported to that place. Well, the, the my most epic fail breakup was uh we might as well be strangers by keen and that that song like really i remember like being in your basement and like listening to it on loop and just like crying because of some some chick just broke ripped my heart so you you listen to that song as a result of that is that what you're saying no it was actually like one of those things where it was like i think you basically what happened is we were recording the first nihilio record and there was okay. a time where you guys were all having fun. <laughs> Most of the record. time, yeah. Yeah, you guys were having a blast. And I was having the worst, you know, like, time of my life because we could go into, like, the whole thing, but I, I don't really want to. Basically, like, one of the worst breakups I've ever had in my life where it literally, like, just made me a puddle of a man. And you showed, you were like, dude, you should listen to Hopes and Fears. And then you just, like, you and Jeremy and everybody else went bike riding. And I got to We Might As Well Be Strangers. And I just remember listening to it on loop for, like, a f- that, that, that song on loop for, like, hours. And then you guys came back, and I was just, like, bawling my eyes out and just, like, it, it just, it hit me in a way, you know. <laughs> That's, like, a really shitty thing i have i have like songs like that for like every occasion of my life it's not just breakups Mm. but you know that's the one that came to mind like you know what i mean like there's there's i have like so many songs where it's like i heard this song and i was like oh shit you know what i mean like it just gets exactly where i'm where i'm at you know Mm. um is that what you're talking about or am i no i mean i wasn't i i wasn't looking for a, a particular anything i was just yeah. i just think it's one of the coolest things that uh music can do is like really uh activate memory and sensory i think know. that's that's like honestly i think music does that above any other medium for me you know what i mean like yeah it's 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 the only thing that like gets that to where it's like and that can also be a curse you know what i mean like some people like attach it to a memory and it's like that's not at all what i wrote the song about but i'm happy that that that's what you took took it as and it made me made my song big but you know what i mean like some people like attach it to a memory where it's like it doesn't fit you know what i mean brothers on um, a hotel bed is actually like another another one that comes to mind that's that song is insanely i don't know like cuts to the bone i think brothers on a hotel bed by death cab for cutie is a is a song that just like who you know what i mean right but but what i'm i'm yeah i mean i I totally agree with that um what i what i was 
uh, thinking about was even more so than that, like the um, like experiencing a song in your life that like sort of like glues itself to a situation. Give me an example for you. Do you got an example? Um, (laughs) I'm trying to think of a, of a, of a good example. Um, I feel like that it does, it happens, it happens a lot, but it's, you know, what, where you say like, Oh yeah, the first time I heard this song was here and here and here. And it will like, and you just get transported back to that place. Yeah. What, what's there? Okay. I'll, I'll play you one. Okay. I'll play you one that I, that I can think of. That All right. that's okay. All right, partner. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play you a song. That, Are you gonna pull it up on here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pull it up. All right, here we go. You ready? That's so rad. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hot night drive. Oh, that's just the name of my playlist. Oh, okay. This song's called "Can't Do Without." I can't do without you. There you go. Super, super chill song. Super, uh, just vibed out song. Yeah. But I cannot, like, I cannot hear the song without just being, like, teleported. Like, it's impossible. Um, really? Because, okay, so the context for this song is that, uh, I heard this song for the first time, and I've talked about this to you but not probably much on the podcast but like one of the tours i did with author we went to canada and we played this festival called odolith festival which was like on the island of uh on vancouver island like Mm -hmm. north of uh, north of victoria which is like the most crazy like beautiful serene insane place i've ever been it was just like it was just I just didn't have I mean I don't know I don't know what I was expecting but <laughs> it was just beyond all, all those things it's so cool sure and the the experience was so visceral and fun and just like uh it, yeah it was just really like cool to to be there and to just be like have the opportunity like as a band that's not like a huge deal or anything but just have a you know an outlet to do stuff yeah and we get we get to the area we have this beautiful drive from victoria which we had we had kind of a mixed night in victoria which is like the big city that's on vancouver island yeah. um that's on the south side of vancouver island and, and we had kind of a mixed night like where basically we had a really good day there we had a cool night we like it's very like european so we like hung out and and had like hung out in a cool pub and everything it was really fun but then we couldn't we could not get a hotel room like anywhere that we could like make happen so our so we ended up having to sleep in the van and that was like a disaster so it was like we went from that situation we drove north to get to where the show was going to be we end up in this small town called tofino which was just like 
yeah it was just like this idyllic weird dream world that i just don't understand how it even exists it was just so cool like everyone was so amazingly like generous and and nice and it just had all this culture and stuff and and we get there and this is like kind of the end of our first day there and we have like a show and it's like right outside this brewery and so like there's um there's a bunch of people and like locals and stuff and like we're like at this brewery and they have like this brew this this beer that's brewed with like pine like needles because that's like i mean we're surrounded by pine trees and stuff sure um and it's just like i've never ever ever since then i've never had a beer like that it was like amazing it was, it was like such an interesting was it, good? Beer. it was so good like what a, i <laughs> i do not remember the name of the brewery i wish i could rep them and say hey they make them i mean i'm it was small so i don't know that they even you know if you could even get it outside of there but um it was really somewhere cool somewhere in victoria canada eh? yeah somewhere some well the, this was north of victoria so somewhere on Vic- vancouver island there's some brewery yeah. in tofino or outside tofino but all that to say we play the show uh like on their small kind of like stage that they have like adjacent the brewery um not like probably you know not a stage meant for like a big rock concert or anything but so we play and then there's a band that plays after us and i don't remember the name of the band but they played and they were good they were kind of like a hodgepodge of different things but then after they were like i'm sure this is like how they made their living was they played their original songs and they did their set and then they did a dj set um because you know that i think and my assumption is like oh that's a great way for them to like actually make tours like really make sense they go they play their songs they do their normal band thing and then they do dj stuff for whatever and it's just like goes for a couple hours and um you know and they don't you know they're not actually playing music but they're just like spinning whatever and they played this song which i've never heard this song before and at the time i was just like relaxing in our van and just like it was like beautiful weather and the windows were open and i was just like laying on the on the van seat and i was kind of like snoo i mean this was like late this is probably like one o'clock in the morning and i just hear this song like thumping you know in the background and it was just like this amazingly (laughs) euphoric like feeling you know you're just like wow it's such a cool what an amazing day what an amazing place to be like with incredibly generous and friendly people um and it was just it was just so and it really really sticks with you and i i think music has the ability to do that it's like i don't remember any other song being played yeah. that day like yeah. you know and then and you know dozens of other songs were played before and after that but i remember this song so vividly because i remember i I don't know how at the time how I how I figured out maybe I had like the Shazam app or something on my phone something but I was like I don't know what this song is but I I really have to know what it is because it's so like it was so moving to hear at that time (laughs) like it's just such a weird experience but it was so cool and I just really enjoyed that that four minutes you know dude sometimes Canada is rad you know what I mean? Like they have. Oh, it was they amazing. Have, they have a thing where it's like, it's just a different vibe. You know, it's it, it's a different vibe. That yeah. whole trip that that trip lasted 
um, on 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 Vancouver Island lasted another few days after that, and it was just like the whole trip was memories that I'll never forget. It's insan it's insanity to me that like I've lived this close to Canada my whole life, and then partially my life I've lived that close to Mexico, still never been out of the states. I will say I, I'm not trying to besmirch anyone or whatever, but if you just go straight, if you just go north. I'm not really interested in that part of Canada. <laughs> yeah. You got like Regina and you got like, uh, <laughs> what else is up there? You got like, uh, uh, Calgary. I've heard good things about Calgary. I've heard good things about, uh, Halifax. I've heard good things about, they're fine. I mean, Vancouver, Vancouver. I've heard you're, like you're thousands of miles from Vancouver though. No, I know, but not really. Cause I can, Go and visit Jerry's family. No, but what I'm saying is, like, right now, right now, you're not, you're not close to Vancouver. No, no, no. But what, what, what I'm saying is, is like, I have, I'm that close to Canada. I'm this close to Mexico. Still mm-hmm. have not left the states mm. ever, ever. You know, I personally would would like to go to Europe, and I personally, I think. Jerry and I have discussed like our honeymoon plans once we get married, like mm. where we want to go. I want to go to Maldives. Her, her and I have been like very, very uh, curious about Mal- Maldives. They have like those huts that are on like the fucking docks in tropical areas. Um, I'd love to go to Cebu, where where she's from originally. Um, she's Filipino, so. Love to go to Cebu. I'd love to go to Japan, but yeah, man, I've just never, I've never been to, uh, I've never been anywhere out, outside of the states. So I'd really like to go. You know. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not like a thing. I've been, like, I've been I'm so to crazy. Canada. Yeah, it's Check not it like out. One of the, well, and that's the thing. If if that's what it takes, then I'd, I'd, I'd love to go see Toronto, and I'd love to go. You know. Mm-hmm. I love to go to Vancouver. I mean, I have no. There's nothing stopping me essentially, other than COVID now. But um, there's nothing stopping me from going. It's just like it. It just blows my mind that I've never been to Tijuana or fucking Toronto. It's just like the dumbest shit ever. I've been <laughs> right across the pond from both. You know. It is perplexing to me that you never like did a day trip to Mexico or anything like that. Yeah, dude. Well, and for me, it was like most of the dudes that like, especially for Mexico, most of the dudes that wanted to go, they were like dudes that were into way more narcotics than I was. It's 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 like, I don't want, I don't want to go like fuck a hooker and like do crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do that. Ditto. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'd much rather go to like Mexico City. Like, like Josie went to Josie. Uh, and I were roommates with a guy named Rick Navarro, who's uh, he has family, I think, in Mexico City, and he he knows his way around. So um, Josie went with him. I I wish I would have went with him, but uh, I was kind of a newer roommate, and I was kind of a newer friend to him, so I couldn't I couldn't ask him. But I would have been like stoked to go there and see like all the fucking like pyramids like the aztec pyramids and stuff like that that are down there and stuff yeah. like i would have been so down for that um but like just going to like you know to tijuana and shit like that it just 
didn't really like I, I don't give a shit you know what i mean like that just seems like a shithole i want to like actually go to like places that have some culture and that are different from mine and stuff like you know what i mean like i, mm-hmm. I want to experience the the full the uh shit i want to i, I want to experience the full thing you know what i mean like i, I, I don't want to go to like the touristy area you know what i mean yeah i don't want to go to the Times square of mexico like <laughs> i don't want to do that you know what i mean this like, guy doesn't want to go to Times square i want to i want to actually like see mexico i want to like see the see the culture and all that stuff and i want to experience stuff so i mean when i was in Times square i was like i've seen new york i've seen it i went to new york once i sang in carnegie hall that was the highlight of my life basically <laughs> of your life well, it's like the biggest stage I've ever been on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like Times Square or uh, Carnegie Hall is a pretty big fucking deal. Um, oh, yeah. But like when we were, ki- we were in high school. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah, I was like, gonna say, but no one, no one really cared, did they? No, exactly. And and yeah. not only did nobody care, but like we went to all the touristy spots. Like, yeah, I, w- I, I would like to like experience New York as like a touring act. That I would that would that's what where I would appreciate it because yep. I can see like the dive bars and all the bullshit. I I've played I, good I, shows in New York and I've played bad shows in New York. So, well, that's you. <laughs> I've, I've never done it, man. I, mm-hmm. I I would I would very much love to to experience that shitty shows and all. You know, mm. um, that's the beauty of like L.A. is where I I lived there for a time, so I know. Uh, I've had good shows and bad shows, and sometimes I've loved my bad shows more because I was in a cooler bar. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, was in, I was in a better environment. You know what I mean? I wasn't playing, like, Garth Brooks covers or some shit. Mm. Like, I yeah. could play what I wanted to. But anyway. Well, man, dude, that's rad. Um, music. Powerful. Music is transcends time and spates spates <laughs> it transcends time and spates the music it transcends time and space spates <laughs> jesus you want to rap <laughs> are we done no might as well all right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to Sultans of Slap. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Spades. <laughs> <laughs>